Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudow. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we have a very interesting guest on, Tara Storch. She's got an amazing story, but I want to tell you, this is National Donate Life Month. And there are all these challenges out there, the ice bucket challenge, the eat deodorant challenge that my kid did, <laughs> um, all this kind of stuff. But in this case, we're going to challenge people after this to actually donate their organs and I don't know. Tara Storch is the woman who can convince us, right? Yes, she absolutely is. So I met Tara a few weeks ago at a National Charity League event, and she was our speaker. And she was so inspirational, and she told the most compelling story. She actually lost her daughter in Beaver Creek in a skiing accident. And when she passed away, the hospital asked if she could donate her organs. And her mother said yes, and she went on to save several people's lives. And Tara has written a book called Taylor's Gift, and she started a foundation called Outlive Yourself. So from her pain, she was able to find purpose, and her foundation has impacted millions of people. And I'm going to be honest, I've always been a little nervous about organ donation. Right. I'm afraid somebody's going to steal my soul or <laughs> take my eyes before my time. So I'm really fascinated and, and excited to hear her perspective on this because I know it's a little selfish. So when we come back, we're going to get to meet Tara Storch, the author of Taylor's Gift. So stay tuned. After this break, we'll be right back. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the Park Cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We're here with Tara Storch, who is the president of the Outlive Yourself Foundation. <laughs> Welcome to the Bubble Lounge, Tara. Thank you so Thank much you. for being here. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for the invitation. So tell us about the Outlive Yourself Foundation. So the foundation is really a new organization that grew out of a, a foundation my husband and I started nine years ago. When we first started, it was Taylor's Gift Foundation. And we've grown into the Outlive Yourself Foundation, which I will share with you why we named it that for a while. But it's a completely new organization. We've partnered with Southwest Transplant Alliance. And really, what we do is we support donor and recipient families, we educate the community, and we advance transplant science and research for that. And what it really represents is just the coming together of a number of passionate and purposeful people. And it's just a great privilege to be spearheading this incredible foundation that's making a national impact. Well, and obviously, your journey was born out of a, a great tragedy to you. Right. And obviously, you don't recover from that. Right. But my question is, what was the impetus? What inspired you to take that great loss and that sadness and turn it into something positive? Well, the tragedy of our family, it happened in 2010. So the story is, is that we were on our spring break vacation in Beaver Creek, Colorado, and having a great time. And it was the very last ski run on our very first day. And our oldest daughter, Taylor, had an accident on the slopes. And 
just started going too fast and lost control, and she hit a tree. And it was from that accident that we lost her. And here we are in Colorado with no family around us, and we are in the hospital. And a nurse approached us and said, she's a beautiful candidate for organ donation, and would you consider it? And we had never talked about organ donation, not once in our family, not once, Mm -hmm. until we were faced with it. But, you know, we knew because of the type of child Taylor was, she was so other-centered and giving that we knew she would have been asked that question of, you know, Taylor, do you want to save lives? She would have said yes. And she saved and improved the lives of five people with the gift of her heart, both kidneys, her pancreas, her liver, and her cornea. And we've been very blessed to meet four out of the five recipients. And so, you know, just through that tragedy, you know, to answer your question, we had a choice. We were either going to cave up in the grief mm-hmm. or we were going to find the good. And the good that came out of it was that Taylor had saved lives through organ donation. And so that became our purpose. It's such a beautiful, inspirational story because, you know, you think about the Parkland shootings or things like this right. and how... I love seeing the parents get together and mm-hmm. do something positive with it. And mm-hmm. I think it really manages to save the family in a lot of ways and just redirect that right. sadness, you know? It is in a way. And, you know, people ask us, you know, well, has the creating the foundation and receiving, you know, meeting her recipients and seeing the impact the foundation has done with organ donation, has it brought us peace, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't think we'll ever be at peace with right. losing Taylor. But what it has done is given us so much strength, and it sparked a passion and purpose in us that we could not hold back. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, that's the reason we started it all. Well, tell us about the donation of the organs to these people and how you met them. It really was one of those moments where the process is that people would, you write letters back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you come to a point where both sides either want to meet or don't. And, and, you know, we know we're very blessed to be able to have connected with four out of the five recipients. I mean, meeting a recipient, especially from a donor side, is really kind of rare. And so we feel very blessed with that. And so when we were able to connect with them, they become part of our family, truly. And we've just had such an incredible relationship with that. Tara, when I met you at the NCL event the other day, mm-hmm. you told the story about meeting the heart recipient. Yeah. Can you tell us that story? Oh, you know, people ask us all the time what that was like. When we met Patricia, who has Taylor's heart, that story hit Good Morning America, which really kind of launched us nationally. And that story just touched so many people. And hearing our daughter's heartbeat in someone else's chest I really don't have words for that. Right. It was every emotion you could ever imagine. It was joy. It was sorrow. It was anger. It was happiness. It was it was everything you could ever imagine. But I tell you what, meeting Patricia gave us so much strength and knowing that that was the right decision for our family. That you saved her life. Yes, saved her life. And it wasn't like she was trying to be a marathon runner or do something no. extraordinary. She just wanted to be a mom. Right. Yeah. You know, she had children. And Taylor's heart gave her that opportunity to be mom again. Well, what a beautiful way for you to honor the memory of your daughter. Thank you. Thank you. you. It really is. You know, Um, and when we started this, I mean, you know, I get that organ donation isn't easy to talk about. I mean, it's it's not an easy topic, you know, and April is National Donate Life Month. So this is a beautiful time to be talking about this. And so, you know, when we first started, we realized it's not an easy topic. And so we had to have a conversation piece. And that's why we came up with the words outlive yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Because that is a conversation you can have with anybody. I mean, you can sit around the dinner table with your friends and say, 
how do you want to outlive yourself? You know, how do you want to make a lasting difference in the lives of others? And yeah. organ donation can be that. Instead of the reaction, which you're right, people don't like to talk about it because it's like talking about, you know, your will right. or your living will because it's it's right. addressing death. It is. Well, right? and when people think of organ donation, they think of death, right? Yes. But organ donation is 100% about life. Yeah. It's all about mm-hmm. life is what it is. That's a great way to look at it. In fact, mm-hmm. when I suggested the topic, you both kind of looked at me, you and Sean looked at me like, what, what's going on? I go, well, it's Awareness Month, so it's a perfect time, and, and most people don't talk about it. Right, right. Right. It's good to talk about it. It's great to talk about yeah. it, and it's needed to be talked about. Well, and because people fear it, I fear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, because you're here today, and I might have a little heart on my driver's license after this. I hope so. But, <laughs> you know, I think about it, and I think, does that mean they're going to take my organs out really right. quickly? I mean, these yeah, are the I things mean, that go through Those are myths and facts associated yeah. with that. And when, mm-hmm. when we first started, you know, the organization, we didn't know much about organ donation. I mean, when we said yes to this, we knew if she would save lives. Yes. But we didn't know a lot about it. And so that's actually one of the myths that come through it is the fact of, oh, my gosh, if I have a heart on my license, if I go to the doctor because I'm sick, they're not going to work hard to save me because they want my organs. You know, right. I mean, we hear things like that that are so not true. <laughs> I mean, it is so not true. A doctor has an oath to do everything they can to save your life. And I'm telling you from experience, you never even talk to anybody with a transplant team until it's that time. Right. Yes. You know, so it is a beautiful gift of life. It really is. So, Tara, one of the ways that you've worked through your grief is writing the book Taylor's Gift. Yes, yes. Tell us all about that book. I literally have started reading it, but I haven't had time to read the whole thing. Yeah, but it is great. So far, so great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we were very blessed to be able to really share our story. And it's very raw and real about just the journey of our loss and the recipients we connected with and the beauty of the decision of organ donation. But really, the thread of it all is just our faith was just so strong through it. You know, losing a child can really destroy a marriage and a family. And we had such a strong foundation going into this, a strong marriage, a strong family going into this. And I remember my husband looking at me just saying, you know, we're not going to be a statistic. We're just not. Wow. And so the biggest advice we were ever given was to just give each other the grace to grieve the way you should, Mm -hmm. because everybody grieves differently. Everybody does. And so this book was such a a beautiful form of hope and healing for us. And it was named Most Inspirational Book at the Books for a Better Life Awards in New York. And Mm -hmm. we were just so honored to have Max Lucado write our foreword and be able to get the word out to an incredible audience. Right, right. So it's made a big difference around the world. How did that process of writing help you get through this loss? Was it cathartic? You know, a little bit. I mean, because you're when you're writing a book, you're really reliving every little detail, mm-hmm. right? Because we were not going to, you know, push aside any of the reality of the pain and the hurt. And right. so it did bring up a lot of emotions, but it also brought up a lot of conversation between my husband and I and our family because I was so distraught for so long. I didn't realize some of the things that he was working through and dealing with. And so it opened up a lot of conversation. I guess it was cathartic in a way, but it helped us realize that through our words and through our actions, we really could help others. And through our faith, you know, it could it could help others. And that's really kind of was the motivation for it. What are some of your tips on a healthy recovery after a great loss? You know, I don't think we'll ever recover. I don't know if that's the right word for it. I think, you know, it really is just how do you learn to live with it because it's always going to be there, right? You know, the biggest tip, I don't know if tips is the right word, but just 
I think when it comes to losing a child or even a loved one, I think the hardest question you can ask somebody, and I know this is so simple, but the hardest question when you go to somebody who's hurting is just, how are you? I know that sounds ridiculous, but that is a really tough question for someone who's going Mm -hmm. through something really hard to answer. And it's just a very simple question, Mm -hmm. you know, of how are you? And I think the biggest the biggest thing that someone did for me that really made the biggest difference is that they just leaned into the uncomfortableness of grief with me mm-hmm. because it's very easy for people to see somebody hurting and say, I don't want to say anything to them because I don't want to upset them. To avoid yes, them. To avoid it. But if you don't say anything, that's really even harder sure. because mm-hmm. grief's very lonely in yes. a sense. So the biggest thing someone said to me one time is just, I don't know what to say, but I just want to let you know I love you and I'm here. And that made the biggest difference. That's really good words of advice because I have found with myself, I get extremely uncomfortable. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to say to somebody who's going through a really hard time. And I found myself even avoiding the situation. And I know that's not the right answer. So that is really, really good advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to lean into that uncomfortableness. And it's going to be uncomfortable for you too, Mm -hmm. but I promise it's going to just make a world world of difference. Right, right. Don't be afraid to say something wrong because, you know, there's no right or wrong thing to say. Just showing and being present mm-hmm. is the biggest gift. Well, it's right. like it's acknowledging your hurt. A hundred percent. Instead of running from it. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. So how long did it take you to write the book? About a year and a half. When that story of us meeting Taylor's Heart recipient hit the airwaves, um, we actually had a publisher reach out to us and just say, if you would ever like to share your story, mm-hmm. we would like to be considered. And that's really, I think, kind of different the way it usually yeah. works. Mm-hmm. Usually you write a book and go shop it, right? Sure. And so we had this incredible publisher come to us, and my husband and I you know, are not writers. So we interviewed writers that they recommended, and we ended up with an incredible writer, Jennifer Shukman. And the reason we chose her is because she said, when they close this book. I want them to see your faith has gotten you through it all. Mm-hmm. And we went, that's, that's her. her. That's, yeah. her. Yeah. that's her. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, and so it's made a big it. difference. She got mm-hmm. it. So she when you have it. a ghostwriter, how much are you actually writing? Like I picture you guys sitting around the computer together and collaborating. How does the process work? She interviews us. I mean, and it's, it's hours and hours and hours sure. of interviews. Mm-hmm. And so, and then she would write from those interviews, send it to us, and then we get to see it all. We get to change it because I may read something and go, well, that didn't really sound like me. This would sound like me. Mm-hmm. So what she would do is really just put our thoughts and our story into a beautiful flow that my husband and I, just not being technical writers, couldn't have done. But it was our words 100%. So yeah. she really maintained the integrity of all that. So your book has obviously had a big impact, and it started a movement, and there's a lot of great things that have come from that movement. Right. Tell us what all has happened. Oh, gosh. I mean, lots of explosive growth have happened with <laughs> right. us. I mean, just from national media to, you know, being People's Magazine's Heroes Among Us for the work we've done with organ donation across the nation, and, you know, having incredible partners who have helped us share this message. You know, like I said, organ donation is not an easy topic, and so one of the things we wanted to do is make it tangible. Like, how can you make something tangible and get action, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure y'all have heard of like Movember, right? The guys that grow beards and yes, mustaches. Yes, okay. Yes. So that's their conversation piece, right? The beards and mustaches. <laughs> so we knew we needed a conversation piece. And so we were able to partner with OPI and they created an incredible blue color, which we call Taylor Blue. The, um, it's the color of Taylor's eyes. And that bottle 
gosh, we sold thousands of bottles that went all over the world. And so that was kind of the launch of a great, you know, national partnership. But recently, and this is just going to be coming out this month for National Donate Life Month, we partnered with Nike and Nike has created Outlive Yourself Socks. Oh, wow. And so we will be through our social media, you know, we'll be able to direct you to the link to get those. So they're incredible. They're beautiful. And they have this beautiful Taylor blue on it, which reflects Taylor's eyes. And there's five stripes on it to uh, represent the five lives that Taylor saved. And so Nike really wanted to have the integrity of that shown in the product. Well, I just want to say I love your nails. Oh, thank you. I mean, it is yes. a great color. It, really <laughs> it is, is a beautiful very color. And cool. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to ask how exactly we can go about learning more about organ donation and doing it ourselves. Perfect. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. We're back with Tara Storch. Mm -hmm. And I just had to ask this, aside from my lame excuse, what are the lamest excuses you've heard from people (laughs) about donating their organs? (laughs) Some people are scared, right? Mm -hmm. We've heard, well, I can't be an organ donor because, oh, I've had skin cancer. You know, well, you can still be an organ and tissue donor, even with an active cancer. I mean, right now, we have just had this most incredible thing that an HIV patient can transplant an organ into another HIV patient. So now, just because you're HIV does not totally leave you out of saving lives. Right. I mean, so there's so many excuses of, oh, well, I've had skin cancer or or one of the ones we hear is, well, I'm not wealthy, you know, so it's going to cost my family a lot of money to be an organ donor. Well, it doesn't cost the organ donor's family not one thing. All the expenses are on the recipient side. I mean, the organ donor's family is giving the gift of life. Right. Right? So it doesn't cost. And you can't buy an organ. You know, you can't be super rich and say, okay, well, I get to be the top of the list. You know, it doesn't work like that. It's all based on medical need. So there are so many reasons to be an organ donor. And the number one reason why is because how many times in your life can you truly outlive yourself? Hey, can you truly make a lasting difference in the lives of others? And by just saying that simple word of yes, it can completely change lives for others. And so it's just a very easy thing to do. I mean, you can register right away. I mean, your next commercial break, Mm -hmm. y'all could totally register organ donors and save so many lives. I mean, you can go to registerme.org. It's just that easy. And within 90 seconds, you can be registered. I thought for some reason it was associated with your license. It can be. Or is it just on your license? Because I seem to recall going to the DMV and Uh seeing it as like a questionnaire Yeah, as you fill it out. Yeah, the DMV does sign you up. They'll ask that question. So it can be part of your driver's license. But if you're in the hospital and let's say you don't have your license with you, they will look in the registry, in your state's registry, to see if you are registered. And so that will supersede that. So let's say, I mean, you may not have your wallet with you if something happens, right? Right, exactly. So you will be registered within your state. 
Can you tell us that URL one more time? Yes. So it's registerme.org. You can go there and you can also learn more at outliveyourself.org, which is our website, which, you know, you can register to be an organ donor there. You can learn all about the activities and events that we have coming up. But yes, it's very easy to register, registerme.org. And for those of us who have a fear of this, really, it's just like having a trust for your children. Exactly. It's the idea of giving of yourself in another way. And Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and it all starts with a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's difficult to sit around the dinner table with your family and go, hey, guys, do y'all want to be an organ donor? Right. Because <laughs> not a normal no, conversation. Really, it's not a normal conversation. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, it's because when you ask that question, people think it's death, right? But it's all about life. Right. And you need to have these conversations. And the better way to maybe ask it is, Hey guys, how do y'all want to outlive yourself? You know, how do mm-hmm. y'all want to make a lasting difference in this world? You know, for me, I want to be an organ donor and I want all of y'all to know that if something happens to me, I want to be able to save lives. Is there an age limit? There's not an age limit. Okay. Incredible. I, there's not an age are limit. Are there certain parts that you can donate? Some are and aren't wanted? No, not really. I mean, well, it'll be the the uh, medical staff, the <laughs> transplant staff will be able to determine what's viable. I'm just laughing at Martha because I'm thinking what she wants to like leave her arm to somebody. No, no. <laughs> <It's completely impossible. laughs> I, I want to check the boxes of which parts I want to go. <laughs> so Terry, you've convinced me. I want to outlive myself. Oh, Tell me great. what I need to do. Oh, that's great. Well, I mean, first, are y'all organ donors? Let me ask you that. No. No. Oh, we, you need to call ourselves out for being chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's time. It is time, you know, and it could be a conversation you have with your family and you can register right away. Easily just go to outliveyourself.org. You can learn more absolutely right away and you could truly save lives someday. I would recommend you do it. I really would recommend it. Because it is National Donate Life Month. Yes. It is National Donate Life Mm -hmm. Month. And so it's a great time to even talk about it. So enough with like the ice bucket challenges and such. (laughs) Martha and I are going for the organs. So we want you all to join us. So everybody go to outliveyourself.org or registerme.org and do what Martha and I are going to do. It's way better than the ice bucket challenge. We're going to give our (laughs) organs to properly honor Taylor's memory and the incredible work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Yes, thank Thank you you. so much for being here, Tara. And again, everybody that's listening, please go out and register today. Nellie and I are going to do it today. We want you to do it as well. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next time.